When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 86 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Christian Piles. Joined as always by my mainest man, Willie Saylor. Willie's in Texas. I'm in Virginia. Willie, you, you get to be home this weekend? I get to be home this weekend. Congratulations. Nice. That will be nice. That's nice. good. You're at Virginia Duels, eh? Hey, I am there. I am at, I am at the Virginia Duels. Um, been there the last couple years. Good good tournament. Always a good time. The best, hands down, um, hospitality room. It rivals the scuff. That's what I hear. It's um, it's kind well, of it's kind of insane. Rivals the scuffle. I I heard that. I well, mean, it's no be, it's better than the scuffle. No, it's, it's better than the scuffle. scuffle. But I heard that Virginia duels is legendary. Like there's like you know there's like live swordfish and like you know. <laughs> no, it's crazy. It's like a ridiculous homemade seafood, um, and I'm not even a seafood guy. More yeah. of like you know steak and you know chicken, but. I'll eat some seafood, and I'll eat all the seafood at Virginia Duels. So looking, I'd for- like to make it there sometime. I've never made it to Virginia Duels. Oh, I'd like to go just for the hospitality room. Well, hey, let's spend uh, let's spend a couple minutes. Let's look on get on kayak.com, see if we can get you a flight, brother. Well, <laughs> well, what happened was well, well, you know what else? I, I've never been. I hit my first scuffle last weekend. That was the first time I've ever been there. Dang. I usually because I'm usually at Powerade. Right. And uh, this year, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna try the, I'm gonna try to scuffle, and I've, you know what, I've never been to the tournaments out west. I've never been to Doc B or, or um, Five Counties or anything like that. Doc B is this weekend, man. So Clovis Buchanan and Bergen three, four, five of the country. That's live on flow. That's gonna be, it's, it's gonna be it's really cl- interesting, um, because. <laughs> the the team race, I, I plan to get in the, on the the national high school team rankings a little later in the show but it's they're goofy yeah they're really goofy and and st paris graham beating blair last weekend screwed everything up that messed everything up for you huh Mm -hmm. um because blair had you know blair had beaten st paris graham at at iron man by about 20 points and they were missing a key guy in requeer vandermeer um, that would have been good for at least at least fifteen, um, and they split seven seven. You know, ah. it's so it's it's really difficult uh, to do. High school team rankings are a mess because half the time you have to project because they don't hit everybody. And also, it feels like so much of it comes down to Ironman, which is like the first tournament of the year, right? It does. But yeah. it's one of the few where they are. So many of the the key players are there, right? I, it, it's tough because St. Paris Graham they split seven seven matches, but one won decisively. 
in a tournament. And then, so what do you do with, you know, St. Paris Graham doesn't duel Bergen Catholic, doesn't duel Wyoming Seminary, doesn't duel a lot of, a lot of schools. So how do you rank them? You have to put them down on paper. Uh, I guess that's the only way to do it, right? I mean, project. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah so, I mean. And hey, let's, hey, I love Jeff Jordan. I love um, St. Paris Graham wrestling. Here we go. But, no, they just, they don't have a very busy schedule. They wrestle Iron Man, they wrestle a duel or two, and that's it. I mean, yeah. their state tournament they walk through every year. There's no other ranked teams in there, so. Um, that doesn't really help their cause at all. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a heavy is the crown or whatever the saying is. You, you, that's for you to figure out. Um, who, it? all right, just tell me this. Right now, who's the best team in high school wrestling? Go. I don't know. Come on, who you you have an opinion? I really, I really don't. Oh I think it's gosh. I think it's Wyoming Seminary. Okay. Um, I think it's Wyoming Seminary. Uh, yeah, it's Wyoming Seminary. But there you go. But that it's not a for it's not like a foregone conclusion. It's not clear cut. Um, they did win Iron Man. Yes. Yeah, they won Iron Man, and you know, so for national preps, they're gonna have. They're going to have preps in the lineup, so that almost throws everything out of whack. So what if what if um, if Blair beats Sim at the uh, at that duel, which I'm going to, by the way? Um, will will that really throw things? Is that a possibility that Blair would beat Sim? That's a possibility. Okay. Okay. I don't think it'll happen. But it's a possibility, and then you got then you got who's number one duels coming up in two weeks, which. You have, you know, so you have Bergen Catholic this week in California with Buchanan and Clovis. And then the following week, Clovis comes back to Philly with Bergen and Sam, or uh, excuse me, Bergen and Blair. Blair, uh, Lake Highland Prep, which crushed it at Dvorak. They're ranked number eight. Um, so we there's five schools ranked in the top um, eight. Wow. At who's number one duel. So, uh, you know, they're going to go, they're going to all battle. And, and, and Duels are a funny thing, man. That's why, um, it, it, you know, when people clamor for a national duels title as – like, I like national duels mm-hmm. uh, in college. I like, love it. Um, it's awesome. But to the, I, I, I think that's an inferior way. You could argue, you know, back and forth on which is the better way to determine a national team title. Um, I think the duels are the inferior way for the sake that – Team A can beat Team B, and Team B can, you know. I think the whole- the main the main reason you see clamoring for for that for that national duels component is because of the more because of the pal- palatability and how how consumable it is for like a fan. Then it yeah. actually determines where, which is you know yeah. that's that's just because something is. Is consumable doesn't mean it's the direction to go. Just because a fan yeah. will understand doesn't. Well, I'll say this doesn't mean it's going to determine the best wrestler. When you have you know a, an unranked wrestler pinning an unranked wrestler, that's a six point swing, but it really doesn't mean anything in the national landscape. It just right. happens to be a weight where you're mm-hmm. you're both weak. So duel, duels are interesting. I mean, a, a, I, I love a dual clear, meet. Huh? Yeah, I, I think we should clear. I there's I don't think there's a lot of clamoring for it. There's 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 talk about it, but I th- you don't. I, I mean, there was a couple of years ago. Well, I mean, there was talk about it, right? There was, but I don't. When I said when I think of the word clamoring, I, I mean I don't think there was a groundswell of of the masses. I think the masses say, yeah, the individual tournament's the way to go. It's the way to go. It's a crown jewel. Don't you think best wrestling tournament in the world? Yeah, I think so. I think so. My my opinion. I think it's the way to go. I think, uh, but I don't know. It it a couple of years ago, it really divided. I think wrestling fans. I mean, it was. It I, was again, I don't think it divided wrestling fans. I, I think, I think nine, the overwhelming majority of fans want the national want the NCAA tournament the way it is. Yeah. Um, there, I think. I think certain leaders in the wrestling community saw a potential financial opportunity and saw a potential angle to get another marquee event. Um, but I don't think, 
I don't think that the fans wanted that. Right. Okay. I don't think most coaches wanted that. Okay. All right. So that's uh, this week. Doc B going to be huge. Three, four, and five, you said? Something like that? Yeah, three, four, and five. You, you know, you realize last year um, Clovis won like, I don't know, five of the last seven or five of the last eight weight classes at the state tournament. That's in a In a single class state. California. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Got a great thing going. Great thing going. All right, where to next, my friend? I don't know. You have written down here, baseball people are stupid. I did write that, but I don't know. I'm not sure how that connects. Not sure how that connects. It doesn't connect, but I guess you're talking about Ken Griffey or something? I'm just, just baseball in general. I mean, you know, Ken Griffey doesn't get 100% of the vote. Three people send a message. It's just like, and then we're not going to vote in Barry Bonds because... He's linked to PEDs, but we're going to put in Mike Piazza. I'm sorry. Did I miss something here? Like, that guy was clean? So, I don't know. They're, it's, it's they're not 100%, are they? They're not They're not 100% in what they should do with steroids and stuff. No, put, let them all in. You know? You think you should let them all in? See, I, if you're going to let the record stand, right? Like, Barry Bond's record is still listed. His stats are still involved in the game. They didn't erase his, erase his ledger. Um, if you're going to let those records stand, then let him in. If you're not going to let him in, erase, say it didn't count. Yeah. Say Roger Clemens didn't count. His name does not appear in record books. His, you know, but to have one and not the other doesn't make sense to me. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't get it at all. Okay. But you know, there's, there's a debate about the backwards hat for, for King Griffey too, that, that I don't understand. Either. They are, they are a little old fashioned, huh? Oh my gosh. Yes. They realize it's a, that baseball is a game, right? Like it's, it's, a, it's, it's a game. Anyways, sorry. Every, every, probably once every four to five months, I'll just make fun of baseball. Um, so, well, so they got to evolve a little bit. This... I, wrestling has evolved a little bit. You know, they've loosened up on a few things. Yeah, Still got we're some getting, way to go, we're but, getting there. We're but, getting there. Yeah, but baseballs, they are stuck in their ways. Man. Stuck in the mud. Um, can we get back to scuffle for a little bit? I feel like we didn't yeah. g- give it its due. We're... Well, in the last show, there was so much to talk about. It was kind of we, we. There was a lot of things that we could have really dug in, and we didn't because we had to hit so many things. So yeah, go ahead. And let's be honest. You know, scuffle, while amazing and chock full of talent, really didn't yield that crazy, crazy moment, that major surprise that. Andrew Long from from the big house to the top of them. There was nothing like that. It wasn't a Kyle Snyder, you know, coming back. Nothing really compared in the magnitude, even though it was just a great way. So maybe now we can. You don't think? Um, I no. think Bo Nickel beating Albuto, and I think. Come on. That was gonna. I mean, you can you can sit there and say all you want that you knew Bo Nickel was gonna do that, but until you see it. I mean, I've. Okay. I guess by I mean anything's like that, you know. But you come on. I mean, I'm, I'm not the only one that thought that was that was going to happen. No, but you. I mean, that was a great moment. It was a great moment. Uh, best. Uh, I don't Why know. I don't know. Does point? that match? Is that match better than Nation Brewer? I don't know that it is. I don't think it's better because uh, the third period really nothing happened. So it was the best two minutes or two periods. But I don't think it's topped Brewer Nation for match of the year yet. I'm gonna go. No, maybe not match of the year. But I mean, yeah, it was a great moment. Still be good if it's not the match of the year. Like JoJo watching JoJo and Nolf to me was an awesome moment. Yeah, it was. It was. I I I went back and watched it, and that match was closer than I think I realized. I just felt like Nolf really really controlled it a lot more than. When was it? Two years ago. Cologne pin Ramos was that? Yes, two years ago. So that's like a huge thing, right? That was major. Like that's a, like a huge thing, but okay, so maybe there wasn't at that moment, but there's some pretty good moments. It was great. It was great. Um, want to talk about 125? Nico Megalutis, you know he he's dominant. He gets it in this tournament. Hits the splits. That's my that's my go-to setup for a single leg Willie. I just get it in a full splits <laughs> and I just grab his leg. Then I finish. It's it's uh it's unstoppable. But no, where where do you think Nico stacks up? Do you think, um, you know, and more importantly, we're we're gonna see fairly soon. 
within the month. He's going to go against Nathan Tomasello, which is a matchup I've like kind of ran over in my brain time and time again, and I can't figure out which way it's going to go. And so I'm I'm turning to you, Willie. How do you see a match like that going? I well, I, I'm I'm picking Tomasello to beat everybody until I see different. That being said, Nico looked darn good, man. Nico looked darn good. I mean, you know, when he loses to Dance to start the season, I really wasn't worried about. Nico's one of the most consistent guys you'll ever find. He really I mean, is. It is. I mean, Christian, you you pay attention like on a microscopic level because you do rankings and you write down every win and loss over four or five years. And I look at it as, you know, I read the results in the box score and I read the brackets. Yeah. Um, so correct me if I'm wrong, but has Nico Megalutis not been one of the most consistent guys? I mean, he he's, never loses to a guy he's really not supposed to, right? Um, No, not really. I mean, he uh, not the last three years. His true freshman year, remember, he was not a very uh, highly seeded guy. He was like a maybe a, a 12 or so. But if you look back, his losses were all pr- pretty dang good. And I'm trying to remember. You know, he lost to a Sanders, who was a three-time All-American, going for his fourth. And, um, yeah, honestly, I don't – I can't think of, you know, what uh, – you know, where, where he had, yeah, so had those I don't bad know, losses. I don't know how that match is going to go with Tomasello. Um, but Nico, to me, has always been a guy, and nothing's ever changed, that he's going to be – a legitimate yeah. content. Here's contender. his losses as a true freshman. Zach Sanders, four-time All-American. Frank Pirelli, complete stud. Frank Pirelli. He had a a forfeit loss to our, our buddy Eric Olinowski. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure he was winning that match and did something illegal. Eric I, thought he lost us- to, I thought he lost to Levi Malay, but apparently he didn't. Eric was telling us about that match. <laughs> yeah. When we were at Worlds. Anyway, go ahead. So, so that, I mean, that's it. And Matt McDonough. Turns out he's pretty good. So, very, very, very solid true freshman year. But It he, could be, though. How about last year, Mike McMullen only ever – he went through four years at NCAAs. He only – never lost more than one match in an NCAA tournament. Yeah. He went – Nico – 3-2 – Three two. Three two three two. Wait no, he went no. to the finals last year. Three two two three. Yeah, three two two three. Yeah, he's very consistent. Very consistent. Now that's the question with Nico. Is he just always gonna be I think of a guy like Mac Lunas or McMullen that they're all they can beat the best guys, but they just don't ever put the full five match tournament together? Or is he gonna be a guy that finally puts it all together his senior year? And, you know, looking all right, there's four big guns at this weight. And then, in my opinion, ability-wise, results-wise, it falls off the map. It's it's NATO, it's Gilman, it's Dance, it's Megalutis. Okay? And that's the rankings right now, but really that's no particular order. Um, and I think he's got this weird way of winning matches in kind of unconventional ways. I think of he beat Jesse Delgado several times. And they were always kind of weird, scrambly, a weird two here, a weird reversal there. But he just he just can win matches in, in different ways. And I feel like against Tomasello, he's going to have at least one of those where he can beat him. You know, he he in, slips a leg in. Um, he, you know, he's slipping near leg in here. Or he'll he'll finish one takedown there. Or he'll keep Tomasello at bay, or maybe he'll get a riding time point. I don't know. But I feel like he'll get one of those. But it's just a matter of when it's going to happen. Nathan has more offense, but Nico, he just has this... You can't prepare for Nico. You can't prepare to get in deep on a single and a guy does complete and total... Not splits. I mean, these are complete and total splits. Like, ridiculous. Like, you can't really prepare for that level of flexibility and just kind of what what he brings. And Joey Dance said, you know, he keeps his... He keeps such good position. He's so low. He keeps his legs back. He couldn't get in on his legs one time. So I, I, that's going to be a problem that Nathan's going to have to figure out against him. Yeah, um, Nico does a great job. Of, I mean, he hangs on his elbows, right? He controls your elbows. Yeah. Um, 
and and he leads with his head. You ever see him after a, like midway through the NCAA tournament? Oh yeah, his face Hamburger. is just raw. Yeah, he's he's a freaking tough kid. So yeah, Nico, you know, this is why I feel like Penn State has so much potential to really pull away in this. I I just see you know a guy like him. He's ranked fourth, earning fourth place points. He could very reasonably win win this all. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 he was my preseason pick to win the title. Still feel okay about it. I don't feel – you shouldn't feel that confident in any of these where guys. Was, They're all so good. Where was Ohio State last year going into NCAAs? Uh, it was close. They were they were second or third or so. I can't, I can't honestly recall. Yeah. Um, where they stacked up. I feel like Iowa was first, but it was, I mean, they just tied at big tens. So they, they were was right there. Was Missouri in the involved? Um, everybody else kept bringing them up every, every two seconds. And I said, they have a, they have a chance, but they're, they, they needed way too much, but they were, yeah, they were kind of in the mix and they were someone that got brought up every two seconds against me when I didn't have them ranked you know, ahead of Iowa after beating them in national duels and the the whole year, including you, Willie, bringing up Missouri all the time. Like I hate Missouri. Or uh, uh, no, I didn't. I didn't say anything about the rankings. I said that they had a chance. Yeah, I feel. Like, I I did bring that up ad nauseum. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you weren't you weren't coming after my rankings, but everyone. No, but up. I mean they had, you know, Waters, they, yeah. Michelle, and Cox as as title contenders. Right. So. Right, and hey, they have a huge duel this week. Mega duel against Cornell. Yeah, me and Kyle, me and Bradkey. After this, couple, you know, an hour or so, we're gonna do whiteboard wars on that. Mm. Uh, great. Th- you know what, man? I wish. I actually started looking this up the other day, and I got distracted because this place is a zoo. But the like the longest duel streaks ever. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find it, yeah. but. I wish I wish there was a repository of statistics for college wrestling that was more, you know, easily main, mainstream sport esque. But um, it, it, Missouri's dual streak is impressive, right? I mean, it's amazing. What's it at? Thirty, thirty-five now. 36? I don't know. It's at a, it's at a lot. Thirty couple, and they'll go to Cornell, and they've got a couple big duels. They've got Oklahoma State still this year, mm-hmm. so that it will be tested, and they put it on the line every single year. And, um, yeah, that's going to be a great one. A couple really, really good matches. I wanted to do this uh, uh, a little take-your-pick segment, Willie, where I've kind of okay. highlighted the, I don't know, seven or eight biggest matches, D1 matches of, of the weekend. And we're going to get uh, your pick and my pick, okay? So we'll go, and you'll go into more detail, so this isn't going to spoil the whiteboard war, so don't worry about that. But first one up, Corey Clark versus Zane Richards. Um... I am going to go out on a limb and say, are we talking about this week? It's happening. These these are all happening I'm this gonna weekend. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that doesn't happen. Uh, I don't know if that's going out on a limb. but They listed Corey as a probable starter. Did they? I don't yeah. know. You know, the, the kid. The kid um, he defaulted out. Defaults oh. out of Midlands, and then you have the duel this week, and – and he's gonna see Zane Richards, and he's probably, you know, he's gonna see probably at the big. Ten okay. The answer is the answer is Corey Clark. The answer is Corey Clark. I'm I'm actually gonna take a pick. I'm not gonna who did, sit on who did Zane fence. who did Zane just beat pretty handily the other day? Um, he beat Giant DeJulius. Yes, that's who I'm thinking of. All right. Well, if you're, are you, so you're really not gonna pick anyone. I mean, so for take your pick, you're not gonna pick. <laughs> yes, this is a great me, start to the segment. Give me glad, Zane Richards. Give me Zane Richards. Glad I implemented it. Brunson versus Meyer. Well, it's Brunson's birthday, and traditionally, is that what is that what's coming next? No, I, I feel like I feel like Brunson's really quiet. Give me Brunson. I'm gonna take him too. Remember their duel last year? He did everything but beat Meyer, and then got pinned with one and second. Got he got to pin, non-controlled fall with one second left. Um, that was hilarious. Okay, Stauffer versus Deckow. A Virginia Duels matchup. Give me... What did Deckow do at Midlands? He lost to Abayala and then stopped wrestling. Give me Stauffer. Give me Stauffer as well. Uh, okay, here's the big one. 
we'll save it. We're saving this one. We're saving it. <laughs> okay. Gabe Dean versus. Will- when are we Will- gonna save it? We're for? saving it. Just we're saving it. Trust me, it'll come yeah. up. Gabe yeah. Dean versus Willie Miklas. Gabe Dean versus Earth. Yeah, seriously. So you're taking Dean? I like Willie Miklas though. I do too. I do too. But give me uh, Dean stuff. Give me Gabriel. Brian Real Buto versus Blaze Butler. I think Blaze Butler is one of the. Uh, Missouri's quiet, right? Yeah. I don't know. They have. They didn't wrestle in the scuffle. I just feel like they're quiet. I feel. I feel like there's a lot of maybe of any um, well-regarded team out there. I know the least about Missouri, including. You know but, plenty about Blaze. I know, but I don't know. Listen, if there's one thing we know about wrestling is last year isn't this year. This year isn't last year. Yeah. I don't know. Where, I don't know where he's at. Um, he beat Cody so, Walters. On one hand, Real Buto did not look happy after the scuffle. He was mad. He was upset about his the losses he took. So you kind of want to say, yeah, he'll be focused. On the other hand, he did lose a couple times. So um, maybe he's not on the top of his game right now. Uh, all that to say, give me Real Buto. Give me Butler. Butler, really? Butler versus Earth. Yeah, I thought he looked great. Although... This is is probably... Butler a title contender? Mm. In the sense that he's beaten a lot of these guys, but I don't know. It's hard for me to not to say no, but I'm gonna say no. Alright. I'm gonna say no. And I love Blaze Butler, but I'm not gonna go there. I don't think so. What I'll say, I I'll take Butler, but it's probably dumb because really good top wrestlers give him problems. Bryce Hammond turned him like twice. In the third period at, at Vegas for his only loss of the year, and if you think Bryce Hammond's good on top, wait till Brian Rilbuto gets on top of you. So I'm just going against everything that makes sense to pick Blaze Butler. I would like to go through the rankings and ask you who's a title contender and who's not. We can do that. We can do that at any point in time. All right, let's uh, do it a little a little later after uh, we're done with these picks. Things. Okay. Uh, and finally, we finally get to see the Brandon Sorensen and Jason Surtis match we've been waiting all week for since it happened four <laughs> days ago I'm sure those guys are thrilled to wrestle once more this will be their fourth meeting and um should it just start in overtime <laughs> um yes yes it should um i think i think one of their matches didn't go to overtime though they've had three two definitely did one was a weird ride out not a weird ride out when he wrote him out for Sorensen. I think Sertis just got him in regulation on another meeting, and then, yeah, in at NCAA's. I think those were their only meetings. So yeah, who who you got here? I mean, I got Sorensen. All right, I'll take Sertis. I thought Sertis looked great at Midlands. I thought he did too, but Sorensen won the match. I know, but so did so, you read that? <laughs> did you read that? Kaboom! Kaboom! <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, guys, if you didn't read this quote. From Tom Brands, Andy Hamilton had it. Uh, Andy Hamilton from the Des Moines Register. Um, Andy Andy Hamilton asked Tom about Sorensen's, uh, you know, his first takedown against Sertus. And he and, said, and "Tom Brands said it was kaboom. Now we've got to get kaboom, 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 kaboom going. It doesn't mean every kaboom is going to equal points, but the more kabooms you can put in there, the more you're going to have a chance to score." I love it. I love so, it. So more kabooms for Sorensen. That is going to catch on. Prediction that people are going to kaboom's going to take over. Let's let's keep that moving. I love the kaboom. Let's kaboom it up. Kaboom. Um. So yeah, that match. I'll take Sertis, but just because it's a coin flip and um, yeah, I I don't really know who's better. I don't know who's better. It's really it's really hard to say. Um. But now, if he gets his kabooms going, may- maybe it, it's a it's a representation of a, you know, changing uh, in that pecking order. But right now, I view those two as as even entities. So if it went one way, I don't know. Aren't they really? I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe if Sorensen wins this one, then you know you start thinking changing of the guard or like there is some consistency there. But those guys are so darn close. They're so close. If Sorensen 
did have more kabooms, if he fired off more kabooms, maybe I would I would go that way. But they just both keep it so close that I'm not willing to go there. All right, so the one the one I waited. Are you giggling? Yes. Okay. Good. Yeah. What did you wait for? So. Ohio, there was an article in the Sandusky Register that said Hunter Steber coming back, coming back. Big Tom Callahan. (laughs) Um, uh, you derailed me. With that, Hunter Steber was coming back for Ohio State. Okay, so the final chip, the final puzzle piece moving into place for Ohio State. This lineup has gone through 36 changes. Actually, there's an article on the homepage right now that we led the day with this morning about the different iterations of the lineup. And now, finally, Hunter is going to be back after double Tommy John uh, on each each of his elbows. Now he's going to be back, and he's going to be back against Alec Pantelio of Michigan. And, you know, it's a a pretty tough opening test back Mm -hmm. for Hunter. They tweeted in November he was back on the mat, so he's not been, like, you know, just hanging around. He's been... Working, but they've been waiting to get him ready. So now he's apparently ready. We might see him this week. Who you got? Hunter Steber, Alec Pantelio. How, how do you know? I mean, I, I'm going to go Hunter um, for this reason. It, he, he must be ready because there's no point in bringing him back if he's not ready. Yeah. Yeah. I... So if he's ready, if he's ready, give me Hunter. I would agree with that. And I'll Pantelio is ranked 13th, by the way. Right, number 13. Just a really super solid guy. Um, never really notched that big of a win. Now, here's what I'll say about this this match and what we what we've seen from Hunter before. I'll never forget last year. He was done. He he had no working elbows. He had Brandon Sorensen beat in that duel at Ohio State. I don't know if people remember this match. He was winning that whole match. He really controlled. that was all. That was just gas, right? Yeah, he just melted down. And so I'm like, if he could do that, I mean, he took him down. Like Hunter looked, he looked pretty good. So if he could do that against Brandon, and we know how good Brandon was last year, and good at how good he is now, I feel pretty good about what he can do when hurt. I mean, he beat Zach Bites. At I'll never forget that when when he beat Bites at Big Ten. So yeah, give me Hunter. I don't know if I'm ready to put him in the Zane tier or the Brandon Sorensis, Jason Sorensis tier, but I'll take him as best of the rest right now, and then we'll see how he looks moving forward. But you know, th- it, this is huge. This is this is it, guys. For for Ohio State, they need Hunter to be Hunter if they're if they're gonna sniff this team title. And I'm saying that I I don't I don't think we'll ever see that Hunter again. That that's my take. But if we see him come out, he's scoring a lot of takedowns. Why? Why would we not though? Why would we? I don't know. I just, I, I don't. I, that's just way. It's just a gut thing. Just a gut thing. I mean, I thought he looked Hunter-esque last year as a paraplegic. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. I, it's just my opinion. I, I just don't think we'll see it again. I hope we do. I loved Hunter. I, I picked him to win in CAs last year, preseason. I think he's. I think he's the best guy, but. Uh, I I just don't know how, how I the, what, the things I've heard about this this surgery is uh, it's like it's supposed to be like a year. It's not the, the turnaround is not normally a couple months like it's going to be in Hunter's case. That's what I've heard. Well, I don't know if that's true. I'm I'm far from well, a do- I'm far from a doctor. We're close to a year. What are we? Nine months. Um, we're nine months, and wrestlers heal faster. Yeah. True, true, true. I saw he was pumping out. He's tweeted some pretty funny pictures. Uh, he had one of him like curling this like one a pink like one pound weight. Actually, he had two in his hand. That was pretty funny. So he's been working at it. So I don't know. We'll see. I th- it's one. Oh, of he's them. back. He's back. He's back. He's back. Hunter Steve. He can curl them. If he can curl, if he can curl the two ones, he'll be hitting over tie pass bys in no time. So Hunter Steber, major, major, major story for this major. weekend. Not major, major. It's a, it's a, it's a slight difference there, Willie. Um, so those are some of the big matches. That take your pick. I think of the seven matches, Willie made about two predictions. So that's pretty good. We'll work for a higher percentage of, of actual. <laughs> I, I took 
I took Richards, I took Brunson, I took Stoffer, I took Stieber, I took Dean, I took Robuto, I took Sorensen. I don't know. We'll have to listen to it again. I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, anyways, I'm just messing with you. Okay, so circling back to the scuffle, we kind of – you never know where <laughs> we're going to go. back to the scuffle? <laughs> we're going to be at 12-team trials. And <laughs> looking back at the scuffle. <laughs> we'll be in Iowa City at the Olympic trials, yeah. Let's go back to that Nashon Conaway final. No. So Gabe Dean is um kind of a force of nature in Love the... Fest with Gabe Dean. It's not a it's a not a love fest, Willie. Alright, what are we talking about, I'm, Gabe Dean? We're talking about this these edge stall rules, which we will also circle back to at the Olympics probably in twenty sixteen. We'll probably be we'll probably be in Rio talking about the edge wrestling rules because we're both borderline obsessed. Perhaps myself more than you, but we're both kind of applause. But Gabe Dean, it just, he moves you where he wants to move you. And so Brock did a by the numbers. If you haven't read this article yet, I, I highly encourage you to it. It's, it's, um, it's must read stuff. It's, it, it dives into, it's, it's our most analytical data driven content that we do. But it also, he does a great job using GIFs. To, to illustrate some kind of inconsistencies we're seeing in these edge wrestling rules. And, and his, the Dean-Brown match kind of typified that point where we saw the same basic sequence happen 19 different times, but with very different – sometimes it was action. Sometimes it was stalling on Brown. Sometimes it was stalling on Dean. So what, what, what I'll say is I, I think you need to use discretion with Gabe Dean. Don't, don't you think like this guy – I don't think Gabe Dean – well, first of all, Gabe Dean is probably almost never stalling. Would you agree with that, Willie? Like Gabe Dean? He, yes. No, he don't really stall. He doesn't – I'm not sure he knows how. I don't think he stalls out in his vehicle. Now, Nate Brown, not, not really a staller either, but I, I feel like – listen, Nate Brown is going to want a hand fight. He, that, that's what he, what he does. But Gabe Dean is moving him around. He's moving him to the edge. And so we're getting all these weird calls and Nate stalling, but now Gabe stalling, even though it looks the exact same. And it's just further evidence that these these edge wrestling rules they're they're not getting them right. Did you get well, a chance I, to, to look at the at Brock's piece? Yeah. Uh, first, when I was I'm watching that match live, and I'm like, dude, Gabe Dean is incessant. Uh, he does not stop moving forward, especially after the first half a period. He just I mean, forward, forward, forward. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. There's nowhere to go against him. Right. Um. And you're talking about, you're talking about Nate Brown, a, a guy that stands in there and hands fights with the best of them, a guy that knows Gabe Dean. Right. And and, and he had really no answer for it. I mean, Dean was super impressive. And, you know, I don't know where he is or ever will be on the senior ladder, but that kind of skill set, that kind of wrestling plays really well into freestyle. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah. He cuts the mat off. He really does. He's, it's almost like an Iranian, right? Like they get you to the edge, and then you got to do something. If you lower your level, yeah. they're gonna exploit you're get, you. You're either giving up a push out or forcing into bigger points. Right, right. He he really kind of has it down to a sense. I I can't wait till he gets. Uh, not that I'm trying to rush Gabe Dean off the college map, but I can't wait to see him get to focus strictly on honing his his freestyle skills cuz he could be he could be a real problem at 86 kilos uh, eventually. I would love yep. to watch him and and Kyle Dake have a match. Mhm. Holy cow. I just now thought about that. I mean, we probably could j- drive drive up to Ithaca and see it, but that that would be interesting. I mean, obviously favorite Dake. I think I, I think too if well, both of those guys if UWW would ever initiate some common sense with oh, these you're weights. About to, you're about to cut Dean down to 74 kilos, aren't you? I was going to – I'm saying Dean should go 57 kilos. <laughs> if there was like an 80-kilogram weight class, you know, it would be perfect for those guys. For Gabe? Oh, yeah. What's – yeah, yes. Oh, my gosh. So down to 174? What, night before weigh-in? Yeah. Do it. I'm so glad it's not a weight, um, just for that reason. Okay, so 
right, I'm, I'm done with the scuffle, I think, for now. You got anything else there? Well, let's take a look back at the scuffle. <laughs> let's transition uh, from the scuffle to the scuffle. Well, I have a bunch. Uh, no, still the scuffle. Uh, you know, Midlands and Scuffle both used video review at some point, okay? Right. But, you know, th th they get – teams get – uh, allotted a number of two um yes but that that was just um what's the word for it i mean that's not standard you're you're supposed to get more okay in a regular in a regular tournament you're supposed to get more based on the number of participants you have okay which makes sense but anyway <laughs> i've saw i saw a couple matches where uh i saw a couple matches where they used a team used Two, two of their their two video reviews in the same match. I actually saw one match where the team used two of their video reviews on the same sequence. Really? You know? Yeah. So Zach Haran's wrestling someone, um, Penn State. J not Jimmy. No, it might. Maybe it wasn't. Doesn't matter. Maybe it wasn't. I'll Penn look State. it up. Tell you. Anyway, story. Zach Haran's wrestling someone. It wasn't Penn State. Zacharias wrestling someone at the buzzer. No, on the edge. Fifteen seconds to go. The guy gets two and two. It was it was it was Lehigh. The guy gets two and two. Court Skyler. Yeah. So it's five three Haran. He gives up two and two. It's seven five. Whistle blows. Out of bounds. Fourteen seconds to go in the match. Borelli challenges the takedown. Call upheld. Still 7-5. Borelli says, all right, we want to challenge the back point. <laughs> they challenge. Challenge reversed. <laughs> no back points. 5-5, five, five, 14 seconds to go. Haran gets a score and wins. So they actually used both their challenges on one sequence. They really wanted that one. Mm -hmm. Man, why but, should – why <laughs> everything should be looked at when you – if you're looking at the same sequence, why wouldn't you say, "Oh, okay, I'll, there's near fall here," right? Yeah, I'm, or I don't know. There's no near fall. I don't know. You know, I also don't know why. There's a lot of goofy things. I guess that's why I'm bringing it up. The re video review process needs some sort of reform. What, I think. Why? What? I don't know what. Te I don't know how you do it differently. The technology's there, right? You to can, do to do what? I don't get it. To do what differently? You do you have to? They have to go back and look. Well, okay. One one of those things could be. One of the one of the reforms could be. What you just said, if you challenge a sequence, you look at all banners, yeah. instead of um, playing this game. Well, you didn't you didn't specify back points. You specified takedown. Yeah. Uh, let's let's have some let's let's use some common sense. Look through the sequence, and you tell me what the call should have been. Right. Okay, I can get with that. I mean, when you when you do it in freestyle and then review a sequence, you don't have to say, "Well, that was two this guy and one this guy." They'll come back and they'll tell you exactly what it was and award the points. Right, like the bunch um, Scott Olympic trials finals. Remember, bunch challenged that it was his move, and then they actually said, "Actually, this is a five for Coleman match over." Do you remember that? Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Yep. That, Freestyle actually does it right uh, there. That's one change that needs to be – another change is that, you know, when, I know that you can't do it for every event. You can't send three officials to a duel at Kent State. I know that you can't do that. But in these big – these majors where you're, where you're having officials rotate in and out or, or – the point I'm getting to is there has to be an objective official. There, there has to be a third-party official. That's cannot, not reviewing his own call? You cannot ask an official to overturn his own call. Nailed it. It's my favorite, actually. You, you almost can't have the official be known. Like, okay, Christian, you're the you, – let's say there was a review official at the table. Mm -hmm. And I'm on the mat, and I make a call, mm -hmm. and it goes to review, and you overturn it. You know what's happening, right? Yeah. As soon as we go off the bat, I'm coming at you, Christian. How can you overturn my call? Yeah. I mean, you know that's going to happen. So, what, like the NFL has, 
I don't know. Put a guy in a skybox. Put yeah. four guys in a skybox. You're responsible for these four mats. You're responsible for these eight mats. Or, you know, the, the, this guy's responsible for two mats of video review or, or some such thing. And it's sort of anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. That's not... I mean, I, Freestyle has something similar like that, you know, where they it's kind of reviewed elsewhere. The jury, right? Right. Yeah. That's what, that's how it was at, at World Team Trials with the Ruth Reader. Well, that's how, that that's didn't how that didn't it. stop people from coming up there and yelling at the at the head official. The no, you know who it is, but at least they're trying. At least they're a third party. I mean, at least it's not asking the official to overturn his own call. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I don't see major. I don't know. I'm kind of okay with the review process as is, but I could see those changes being made. Yeah. All right. Um. Why don't you get to your your weight classes, your college weight classes rant? College? Or high school, high school, excuse me. No, I mean, you know, I alluded to it when we were talking about Blair and St. Paris Graham. Um, nobody brings it up. Nobody brings it up anymore because it's sort of like, oh, well, shucks, they changed the rules a couple years ago. Let's forget about it. Um when they changed the weight classes in high school, it was a huge disservice. It was it's, it was a terrible move. And you can try to show me all kinds of numbers and what and population data, and I don't care. I don't care because I look at brackets and I see 106 pounders, and it's loaded with talent. It's loaded with talent, and and those 106 pounders are going to be superstars at 138 in two years. They're going to be superstars at 152 in two years. Um, but yet they're raising that weight class, you know, 98 to 103 to 106, add two pounds. Now the minimum weight class is 108. Um, that's a disservice to wrestling. And cutting a middleweight out is a disservice to wrestling. Adding upper weights, they went from – it used to go 171, 189 heavyweight. Now they added two different weight classes. They take a weight class away from the middle. And, and you might be asking, you might be asking, Willie, why the heck are you bringing us up now? Uh, you know, you ranted about it two, three years ago when it happened. Why are you ranting about it now? Well, because it's still, it's a problem. It's still taking away opportunities, and it's still – I mean, look, the the national team title race is – I mean, it's important, but it's not wholly important to the sport. Um, yeah. But it, it, it influences that. Basically, when you have when you have one, 170, 182, 195, 220, I mean, basically you need an able-bodied person. It, it becomes a, a war of attrition. Like, do you have at least a body? And that, that determines who's the best in the district or the state or the nation. Um, they're really not that good. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, to complicate matters, you know, when, when this – when that all went down with the National Federation of High Schools changing the weights, they cited – you know, in these in these small schools in these small states, they can't dig up a one hundred six pounder. Um, it's tough for them. You know, look at the forfeit numbers. Look at the forfeit numbers. Well, tough crap if a school in Western Nebraska can't fill the one hundred six pounder. Uh, tough crap if if. This school in this district, in this state, has a tougher time competing for a district title because they can't dig up a 106 pounder. Uh, oh, but it's easier to it's easier to dig up a, a 195 or a 220. Um, should we should we be making rules, wholesale changes, based on a team's ability to to, to compete for a district title, or should we be making rules based on the opportunity to compete? Is what what is what is more important at the high school level that some coach's ego can be inflated because he wins a, a group, a group six, a district title in Northern Colorado, or should it be that 
if there is a kid that weighs 103 pounds, can he does he have the opportunity to um, compete at a fair level? I mean, are we talking about awards? Because mm. I just don't, I just don't get it. Um, and, and the people who made these rules, I, I'll take it a step further and probably um, tick off a bunch of people. But the people, the people that make these decisions, Christian. The people that are on the National Federation of High School boards and the people that are on the state boards, that you know, your PIAA and what what, are they, what is it called in Virginia? BHSL. Right, and the NJSIAA in Jersey. You know what a lot of them are, Christian, uh, that, that make up rules about what weight classes are changed. Um, they make up rules about travel restrictions that make up rules about dissension plans. You know what they are? Hmm. They're, they're lawyers and stuff. Yeah. Like they're doctors. They're like guys that competed in in high school athletics thirty years ago, and maybe they were a volleyball player, and now they're a chiropractor, and they like to be you know on the board of something, and, and, and they're gonna make rules about baseball that they never played or wrestling that they never played, and have no um, background in the nuances of wrestling thirty years ago when they were in high school, or or today when things have when things have changed. And so they're making these rules. They're voting on these boards with no sense. Yeah. They don't know that they don't know the nuances. And so it's just bad. It's just bad. All right. Well, I, I don't know. I don't have that strong of a, an opinion, so I'm not even going to weigh in, but right. thanks for backing me up. there. <laughs> I got your back, but I do have your back, Willie. If that, right. if that makes you feel any better. Now, uh, okay. So that was maybe my milieu, right? The high school weights. I'm a little bit passionate, probably more passionate than, a sane person should be about it. Let's talk about your milieu. Yes. Kyle, Kyle Snyder. Kyle, Kyle Sn Snyder's oh. ranking. Oh, yeah. Win Magazine ranked, and I love the guys that win. Good guys. Good guys. Mike Finn and those guys out there. Brian Van Clay, awesome people. But you cannot convince me that Kyle Snyder should be ranked ahead of Nick Wisdowski. Basically, what you're saying is that he. I mean, there's okay. You're you're what what they're saying is well, he's a world champion. He's a world champion. Okay. Well, then he's re he's number one forever then because Nick Wazdowski can't win a world title right now. So basically, what you're saying is because he won um, something that, in my opinion, freestyle wrestling has nothing to do with. Um, a Division One ranking at all. It, it has no bearing on it. And I am curious, I wonder if when Lucas Sheridan pinned Jaden Cox, did they factor that in? When Anthony Colica beat Jason Sertzis right. and so did that factor in? Well, you can't, right. pick, you can't pick and choose what freestyle results you're going to pay attention to. And I get that Kyle is the exception of exceptions, but it's, it's college wrestling. And it further, it actually illustrates the point that you should be looking at college only. The fact that, that Kyle would lose to Burak and McIntosh and Gadsden and then win a world title just shows the exact difference in the styles. Yep. In that how they, they don't have an equal... They're not the same thing, okay? And while winning an NCAA title pales in comparison to a world championship... It's still different, and you you can't look at those outside factors. So there's no way. I agree 100%. You can, and now I'm not in another way in another world. You know, if he was back at 197, um, he's probably the number one guy. Okay, I'm fine with that. But at 285, when you have a uh, a two-time NCAA champion who hasn't lost in 72 matches. Um, uh, you're gonna put him over well, that mean, guy? It's, you, it's it's not a it's not. I mean, that's not a real ranking. That's a yeah. I don't get it. Like you can't do that. You have a guy that had three losses last year and finished second in the NCAA tournament, uh -huh. and you're ranking him ahead of the two time two time champ. He hasn't lost in 72 matches. Right. I mean, what's the data points other than basically you're saying? Well, it's you know, it's our opinion. He's a world champ, which you should tr always remove. And you know what? There are opinion, rankings are opinions, and and you can say 
you're unbiased and every ranker can say we're just you know we just do this but no you are biased it's your opinion on the information and how you evaluate it but there's no division one metric that could say Kyle Snyder is by merit the number one guy you could predict him to win and that's a different discussion maybe you think Kyle Snyder is going to win a, a title and that's that's completely different but to rank him number one I mean that stinks. That's that's a that's a bad bad ranking. Would you have Gadisov ranked third in the NCAA? Yeah, I would have him. <laughs> I would have him. I would have him between Walls and Kuhn. I think, right there between. I think that's where he slots in. Yeah, I just, you know, I don't get that ranking. I don't get it either. And you know what? The thing is that it could, you know, Kyle Snyder could win the whole thing. And of course, of course. But that has that has nothing to do with the fact that right now, when he announces his return, that he should be ranked ahead of Gwiz. Yeah, that's that's silly, 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 silliness. Um, th- you know what? Another while we're talking about things that annoy me in rankings. So I get a lot of tweets, emails, whatever about about my rankings. If you ever, ever tell me what someone placed at tournament X, Y, or Z, just just stop. Just delete your email. Just delete your tweet, delete your text message to me because I don't care. You may as well tell me your wrestler has blue eyes and Asics wrestling shoes because that is as relevant as their placement at a tournament. Tell me who they beat. Tell me who beat them. That is what matters. I don't care if a guy got fifth at the scuffle. That, that means nothing to me. He, he didn't beat anyone ranked. He beat or he only beat guys ranked behind him and he lost the guys ranked in front of him. Okay, so I don't care if you place fifth in a really tough tournament. That doesn't mean anything. Okay, so just go ahead and delete those from now till forevermore. Send them to another ranker because for me, it, it means it means nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that you know you do as good a job as anybody, and you have your system. Yeah, I mean, you don't look at placement at a, you know, a kid places at Super Thirty Two, you just throw them on there. No, no. Okay. I, I get those all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, a guy takes you can you can take second. People attack. People associate a, a tournament with prestige and don't look at who they wrestled. Right. I get I get that all the time. Well, he, you know, he took he took seventh at Super Thirty Two. He, I mean, there's been cases where a guy's made an Ironman final. It happens every year, really. A guy makes an Ironman final and. The next week they're they're not ranked. They're still not ranked, and the parents and the coaches write in. That's atrocious. This is Iron Man, and he was fourth. Right. And he's not ranked. Well, he got a default in the quarters. Then he got beat in the semi. I mean, he didn't beat anybody. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's it makes sense to us, but it it sounds so logical, but it doesn't make it doesn't register with a lot of people. But then these are people with incredible incredible biases. They're coaches. Their parents, um, and, yeah, and they, they just they don't look at things rationally. So um, maybe I shouldn't expect rational thought. Moving on, are you ready to move on? Yeah. Are you prepared? Big Ten scheduling, um, something that we, we've talked about some, not on here, but just off air. And I, I think, I don't know. I, I would, I hate the fact that we don't have a couple of the marquee matches this year, dual matches this year. I know. Don't you, you feel like what? they should just be regular state? Uh, no, Iowa and Penn State I should don't. wrestle. You don't? No. <sighs> Willie. I, I shouldn't say. It, it, Iowa and Penn State should wrestle every year. Penn, if I had my wish. Ohio yeah. State and Ohio yeah, State, Iowa should wrestle every year. Penn State, Ohio State, that's happening, should wrestle every year. Maybe throw a Minnesota into there. But th- these guys, I, I don't know. I feel like. I, I get it. I, I really get it. Uh, it's just there, there's too many schools. There's 14 schools, and there's not enough dates. And and yeah, we want to see Iowa, Penn State every year. We want to see Ohio State, Iowa every year. Um, it, I I don't know. I, I guess I guess your example was how how can how can some of these schools in football play? Like it will always be the case that Michigan plays Ohio State, right? They're never going to rotate the schedule so that that game doesn't happen in right. football. And they have um, they do it at the end. They make an exception right, they there. Could, they could do it in wrestling. Um, yeah, you're right, but I get it. Uh, you just can't hit everybody. Does it, is it fair? I don't know. 
would it be fair to Indiana to not have a Penn State on their schedule or 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 an Iowa? Um, yeah, have to you have to get the marquee schools to the other non-marquee schools too to to help promote, right? Like when when Penn State goes to um, um, Cal Poly or or, or Bakersfield yeah. or whatever, or the other year they went to Sacred Heart, right? It packs it. Huh? It, yeah, it's it's packed. It, right. It, 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 it's good for the sport. So, you know, when, when Iowa goes to, I don't know, South Dakota State, it's, a good, it's good for the wrestling community there. So I, I get that. Um, I just feel like there's a way they could they could make it happen. Maybe I'm greedy, but it just yeah. feels like. You know what else is goofy, too? You know what, another match that I don't get that doesn't happen? Why don't Iowa and you and I wrestle every year? That doesn't uh, make any sense to me. Yeah, I, I mean, they're in the same state. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I think that would be such a fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Doug Schwab was at the University well, I don't of know. Iowa. Maybe they just, maybe they just don't want to. Maybe there's, I don't want to why say. Why would they work. not want? Why would I, Iowa not want to? Why would you and I not want to? I don't know who who's saying no there that that's not happening. How can they not? I don't know. That just seems. That just seems like a no. That seems like a no. You know what else is goofy? I, I think it's goofy. Um, the way these, the way these, they, these national duels, right? They want to. I, I just don't get it. They want to pretend that there's like a. I mean, are they calling it a national champ? National duels champion? Are they calling it that? Why? Go on. I mean, is it really a national champion? I don't know. Yeah, I know. You know. We never know what's going on with national duels. Yeah. I. I don't know. But the way – okay, so my point is the way that it's working out, right, they're taking – first of all, they're taking these teams based off of rankings, which is like the NWCA, USA Today poll, which I think is wrong to begin with. Um, I mean, not the poll itself, or well, sort of the poll, but the, the concept of determining who's in the national title game their national title duel based off a of ranking when the teams didn't hit like uh who's to say who who's the better dual meet team penn state or iowa i mean that hasn't happened and it's yeah. not gonna happen but yet but yet a poll is gonna determine that that iowa has no shot yeah and, right? and iowa has beaten the better competition to this point in a dual format now Penn State beat Oklahoma State in a tournament, but Iowa beat them in a duel. And these are dual – I don't know what these are, actually. I don't know if these are dual – what kind of rankings they are. NC State third. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So the short story of this There's is – some sort of point system, apparently. The, the short story of this is the USA Today coaches poll is going to determine who wrestles for the national dual title – and the way it stands right now, Penn State, and Penn State doesn't see I win a duel, Penn State will wrestle a home duel against the highest non-Big Ten ranked team, which is now NC State. So if the season ended today, oh if, 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 if national duels was tomorrow, NC State would travel to Penn State for a duel meet, and the winner of that would be the national duels champion and then iowa would host missouri wow and that would be you know i don't know what you would call that flapgate 2.0 is what you second, would call it now that's for second or third or what or third um and then the next one ohio state would host virginia tech mm. are there only three uh, i think i don't know i think there's eight okay. or four or so something four. i think there's eight so it would be so it would be penn state nc state <laughs> Iowa hosts Missouri, Ohio State hosts Virginia Tech, Rutgers hosts Oklahoma State, and Nebraska hosts Lehigh. Well, that's ten. That's five. And and I mean on down the line. I don't know how deep it goes. I don't know these. I mean, they, they don't do a very good job with disseminating the information. I mean, maybe maybe it was put out in October or something. I don't know. But I just don't think it's a very good way. Do you? I mean, if if. If Penn State versus NC State is the final, no. I mean, so two Big Ten teams basically can't be the one and two yeah, teams right. when so clearly it's the best conference. And, and 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 I could get on board with that maybe. If they wrestled. If they wrestled and determined it, but not just, oh, uh, we voted. 
now we're back to well this is why these duels need to happen every year because otherwise what what does this mean I yeah mean, that's what Penn I mean. state that's listen what I, mean. I love nc state okay love them They're, they can't beat penn state like it's a foregone conclusion right like that's not gonna happen they're not gonna win 25 33 they're not gonna win 49 they're not winning 57 um you know they're not winning 74 probably not 84 maybe 84 um they're not winning 97 that's it the duel's over great Gwiz and jack won and maybe roscoff won but uh you know it's not going to be a match and iowa's gonna you know and maybe they lose to missouri that's very possible but you know, I, I just feel like we're, you're not going to figure out who's who's the best, but maybe yeah, it's another. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like to say a team has no shot. I don't mean that. That's not you wrestle matches on a on a wrestling mat, not paper. But what I'm saying is, I'll say it. Um. Don't determine it by a vote. Yeah, yeah. And who votes on this? Co- coach, coaches vote on this. Coaches. Yeah. I mean, coach. We've yeah. talked about coaches' polls before. Right. Yeah. Anyways, we we went a yeah. little. We went it's a whole other thing. It's a whole. Other... All right, Christian, wrap her up, I'm gonna, brother. I'm uh... Tie a bow on it. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Um, we'll be coming at you next Tuesday, Lord willing. Make sure you check out. We got a lot of stuff live this weekend. I know we got Virginia duels. I know we've got Doc B, Willie. I don't know if I'm missing anything else, but uh, full slate of action coming at you starting Friday tomorrow. And uh, make sure you are subscribed on iTunes. Make sure you give out those five-star ratings. And uh, we will see you next time. Thanks a lot, guys.